0: JD Pines Radio. Hey. turn it Hold up. We're chilling in the PDX. Roll up the blunt. Who we having on next? Who we have on Chris on. with the comedy, Charlie with the facts. We spitting game, feeling like some Max. Hey. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing, everything and then O T H I N G. Hey. Everything hey. and nothing, everything. Hey. Hey.
1: Another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And today's special guest is Mike Lindsay, founder of the Unloaded Comedy Tour. How are you doing, Mike?
0: Doing well. Thank you for having me.
1: Fantastic. Uh, We're going to talk about, um, really, the kinds of things uh, that are uh, pissing us off in life. We're going to talk about uh, ways the comedy has influenced us. We're going to talk about why Charlie doesn't do comedy and instead does drums. If any of this is at all appealing, stick around after these messages.
0: I've got something to say. So I made a sticker today and it... That is quite a lot to me, because it's for my band! Hi, you may know me. My name's Zandig, singer for the Fist Mits. And when I need high quality stickers for cheap and quick, I go to Stickerninja.com. From classic bumper stickers to sticker business cards, they got what you need to promote your band or business. These full color, waterproof, UV resistant stickers are tough enough to last through the band's breakup to the reunion tour. With free domestic shipping and right now, you can use the code SPR10 and get 10% off your order. Go to StickerNinja.com and support your locals today.
1: Thursdays at 11pm to midnight. Bridge City Passages with DJ SAG. This is a love letter to the city. Thursday nights at 11pm. One full hour of local music, artists and bands from Portland, in the Pacific Northwest, playing curated sounds from local musicians, and underappreciated Portland talent. The greatest town in the country. Trip City. Thursdays at 11pm to midnight. With DJ SAG, Bridge City Passages, on Shady Pines. Bridge City Passages. gentlemen in case you didn't know the recording is in progress god i love zoom's updates uh (laughs) this is another fine episode of everything and nothing i'm your host chris this is my co-host charlie
2: i'm charlie
1: today's special guest is mike Lindsay. hello hello uh now mike you are a portland comic uh as far as i know um except you're kind of going everywhere with your uh tour i know what it is it's uh nope it's about uh, recovery though and that's important
0: yes yes it is important the unloaded it, tour yes yeah, unloaded comedy laugh yourself clean that's correct he's done it that's correct um yeah we're uh, fortunate to be in our fourth year of uh, doing this now and um we've got some uh, big shows coming up hopefully i mean everything's kind of in that hopefully status right now unfortunately that's uh We've got uh, August 21st Recovery Rock Fest in Oregon City. Nice. Uh, it's a day-long event with recovery and recovery music, generally bands and barbecue and all that kind of stuff. And this year they wanted to invite us, and we're going to do a an evening show. We've got uh, Sam Miller coming down and uh, Riley Howard and Ryan Bennell. We're going to make some people laugh. So, nice. Yeah. So Sounds Ten awesome. Ten bucks gets you in all day. So. You can check it out at unloadedcomedy.com, a ticket link if you like. Um, Come on out and support recovery.
1: Give your money to a good cause.
0: You yes, know, yes. Rather
1: than the bar, which is where my money usually goes. Nothing
0: <laughs> wrong with that. It's just, uh, some people uh, get a little carried away with it and, uh, you know, and it makes some changes in their lives. So uh, it's uh, more power to them and, uh, you know, uh, it's a beautiful thing to be able to give back and uh, make people laugh, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So come on out, and check us out on loadedcomedy.com. Have some shows in September as well in Longview and Richfield, and um, looking forward to getting back and doing this on a full-time basis, you know, a more regular basis. Obviously, we're all been pent up, and um, we're ready to come out and make people laugh. Hell yeah! Tell me about
1: it make people laugh though you uh did you go through your uh semi-final round already
0: i did i did i, I made it through the portland's funniest person contest into the semifinals, um and myself and many other funny people did not make it to the finals but uh it was a great experience and had a lot of support and got a lot of great feedback and actually I got some work already from releasing my tape so that's kind of cool
2: thank you um,
0: Kind of the win that I'm taking from it. It was a great tape and a great experience. So, had a lot of good support, especially in the in the uh, in the uh, opening round. Um, so that was that was wonderful to see. And uh, and there's been a lot of great feedback in the second round as well. I might have gone over. I'm not sure yet. I haven't seen the tape, but mm-hmm. I was I know I was flirting with that second light. So it's not a good thing. <laughs> Don't want to be in that position. But uh, it. it it was what it was, it is what it is, all that stuff, but it was uh, definitely a great experience and a lot of fun, amazing crowd you know, if you have an opportunity to do that, any uh, in, in these comics out there, definitely encourage you guys to, to give that a shot even just for the, the opportunity for performing in front of a crowd like that and getting um, a good tape, you know, you can use for festivals and future work and all that kind of stuff so. Man, I don't have a tape
1: I like Still, I've done the yeah. Portland's Funniest contest like twice, and every time I'm like, nah, I fucked it up. And even there, I fucked it up. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, Randall Lawrence at Cranival Studios gives—he does, he does amazing tapes at the Helium venue, especially, um, anywhere else you hire him too. But uh, he's definitely the—the the man to do tapes at the uh, at the Helium for sure. So, hundreds and hundreds of tapes he's done.
1: Yeah, I think he started doing that like three, four years ago, and just he's just the guy for it now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've actually hired him to do several of my unloaded comedy shows. He'd film the whole thing, and then i break it up and send the comics, you know, their tape. Um, long, it's a long tape for many of them, 15, 20, even you know, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on who the person is. And then they can use that. And I've used them as well for uh, promo videos. You know, I'll go make some snippets of Sam or Jeremiah or myself or Julia or whoever and, and make these little advertisements. And that's kind of fun as well. Little clips to, to promote future shows and stuff.
1: Yeah. See, we got to get back to making uh, commercials for ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, we should do that. It's we a lot got, of fun. Lot we of got a little.
2: Said so we have to get more people to say nice things about us, so that we can use that as our as our commercial. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we
1: would stop being so fucking rude to people. We'd have a commercial. Is that what you're trying to tell me, Charlie? <laughs> I, didn't
2: <say> <laughs> I didn't say it. I implied it. I didn't say.
1: Mike, uh, how long have you been doing comedy, like in general?
0: Um, I started comedy in. I think early 2015, um, I took a class, I was, I was, I, my clean date, clean and sober date is 9-1-14 and uh, soon after that I was looking for something to do, you know, to entertain my brain and you know, hobbies and all that kind of stuff and uh, I stumbled across, first I started with uh, like voice lessons, I liked it to sing and stuff and that didn't tickle the, you know, didn't give me that tickle so I, I found this, stumbled across this class, Stand-Up Comedy 101. At comedy sports and it was taught by Alex Falcone it's, I think it's the huh. same class he's now done at Helium but this was before Helium or you know before those days and so um, I started in 2015 and um, uh, I actually watched one of my tapes from 2015 a few nights ago and I was like oh boy yeah <laughs> oh boy so good for that guy for keep going yeah. <laughs> you know so, so, but, um, but it was, it, it's something I've always enjoyed, making people laugh and, um, you know, been that guy, you know, in the group of friends that, you know, gets all the zingers going and the jokes around the table or, you know, or joking on everybody and stuff. And it was just, how do you get that on stage? You know, because you can't be like, and then that guy said, and then I said, and then, you know, it, that doesn't, that's not funny on stage. So you have to kind of figure out how to craft that, and that's what the class helped me with and helped me build some confidence in, in the the whole experience, you know, to expect that an open mic and, you know, the etiquette and, you know, joke writing, you know, crafting a joke and all that kind of stuff, and just, just overall experience, and they have that graduation show, and that's a safe place to, you know, have that first, you know, attempt at it, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's, that's great, so... I um, mean, for me personally, um, as I'm coming back into society, you know, after, you know, part of my story was being homeless on the streets, and, you know, a meth addict and all that kind of stuff. Um, so becoming human again and sitting in with a room of people and, you know, sharing my story because they, they taught us to write from your, you know, your own story. And so here I am saying, saying these things, to these people, you know, I used to be a homeless meth addict and nobody got up and left. You know, kind of thing. It made me feel safe, and I'm okay. And you know, uh, here's my story, and people aren't, you know, running for the hills type thing. So it made me feel better about myself, and I could just kind of run with that. And uh, that's a lot, a lot of what I share on stage.
1: Yeah, your uh, your comedy is full of a lot of soul. I'm not gonna lie, it's it's a lot of real personal stuff. But you. Mm-hmm. You have no problem getting a couple of like really silly one-liners in there just to <laughs> yeah. just to break up that monotony. It's a it's a good flow. I like yeah. I like Thank your you. faith breathings, buddy.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. It's uh, it's as you know, this is an industry that's not usually full of uh, compliments and uh, uh, lifting other people up. You know, it's, it's uh, it can be. It, it's not always that way, but it can be that way. You know, there seems to be a yeah. lot of competition, a lot of uh, you know how why is that person getting this and I'm not kind of thing. And so it's, uh, it's great to hear kind words like that, like you just did. And, um, you know, I, I try my best to uh, to support others and, and uh, you know, go out to shows and laugh and um, share those, those comments as well. You know, that was, a, was a, lot of, a lot of what I did that a lot with the, the Portland's Funniest, you know, sending people that are in my round or in my heat, you know, hey, I thought your set was great and this is why and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, not just. You know, Go beyond that, hey great set type thing because you hear that a lot, you know. I mean it's it's easy to say that, you know, but but if you can if you can express like you just mentioned, you know, some of the things that you liked, if you express that to a fellow comic, that goes a little farther I think. And it makes it a little more genuine. So I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I mean if you're going to critique somebody's work, you've gotta actually critique it, which involves having to give those specifics. Otherwise, like you said, it's just a blanket nice set. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and 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 some people may may not, you know, that may just be them, and, and they may mean all that stuff, but they just comes out with great set, you know, kind of thing, and that's fine. You know, I'm not I'm not saying don't say that to people. It's just uh, it means a little bit more when you're when it's a little uh, a little bit more. So, and it's yeah. an, like I said, it's an industry that's not usually known for um, lifting people up. Uh, you know, it's because it we're all kind of fighting for that same, you know. I'm gonna to get to Hollywood. Or I'm gonna get to the, the Netflix special. I'm gonna, you know, we all have to kind of check ourselves and realize what we're doing and who we are and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the, then, the, then again, you know, why not us? You know, you, never, you just never know. You just never yeah. know. So,
1: I mean, I think a lot of people forget though that even fucking Larry the Cable Guy got to go in with the team. Fucking find four or five people that. Are there that build you up? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Apparently, having support really means something. You're, you're shitty at comedy. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did. Uh, they definitely uh, uh, made a team and, and brought themselves all up even higher, I think, together. Absolutely.
1: I mean, I think Bill Ingvall and uh, Ron White could have just gone off on their own and been just fine. But-
2: well, it's like I heard of Jeff Foxworthy before I heard of anyone else in that group, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, but yeah, once it was blue-collar comedy, then, then it's like, oh, we all knew about it. And I didn't watch Ron White until I watched blue-collar comedy. Not that I actively sought them out or anything, but it was on, and I yeah. saw it on, you know.
0: He's acting like it's a bad thing. I, I just watched it I was just, on the TV. I swear. That's funny.
2: Got like the incognito browsing.
0: like Yeah. There's anything wrong with that.
1: I mean, look, a lot of people must like Larry the Cable Guy. He is a beloved tow truck driver. Or <laughs> beloved tow truck. <laughs> It's and true. It's a lot of money being that tow truck. Like, good for him, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: I just, I don't think his stand-up is great.
0: That's, that's the beauty about comedy is it's so subjective. And, you know, I, I imagine if we went around this, this podcast, we'd have three different favorite comics, you know, and, the, and we, we could all at least appreciate the other comic, the other's favorite comic. But, you know, we may not even be interested in the other, other like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you may not want to listen to mine. And I mean, you know, it's just, it's interesting. And then sometimes I found, I don't know if you guys find this, I'll put on a Netflix special. Oh, yeah, I want to watch this guy or gal or whatever. And you start watching and then you 15 minutes in and you're just distracted and you're doing something else. And it's, just, it's just, I'm not, it didn't float my boat. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
1: I've had a lot lately, like I'd say in the last three years where like I'd try to watch it and I just you know, it didn't hit the way I'd, I'd hoped it would or you know, it just it wasn't as good as I was expecting. Yeah. Um, luckily, Bo Burnham uh, did not do that. Bo Burnham fucking wrecked my world for two or three watches, so that, yeah, that was is, fun.
0: That was fun. I think uh, for me, I think those roast battles might have ruined... A little bit of co- com- like the long-form comedy for me, because yeah. I because I like the just the boom 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 zingers kind of thing. It's like a it's like a porn hub a little bit with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with comedy. You just you know you just kind of get the, the, the you know the, the money just shots. the tasty bits. Yeah, 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 there the tasty go. bits. <laughs> and so uh, so then and maybe that's just a format I enjoy, you know. Right. Maybe I do, you just I
1: need to be a dialogue writer now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I do enjoy the uh, for someone who's clippy, you know. Yeah. I can't write them but I love I love I appreciate them and I really enjoy them maybe because maybe because the reaction to so much you know um, you get the, the, anybody on that dais that they roast you know they sometimes they really go after them
1: yeah so. I don't know roasts were always hard for me because like I've, I've always had a hard time with the like I don't know the the mentality of like being rude to people for fun and i'm like yeah. i don't i don't
0: know yeah yeah i i uh i find i need to know people much better to be able to, to, to have a good roast and you know more inside stuff and all that kind of stuff you know like if we were yeah. to sit down and have a roast battle between the three of us you know i i think i'm in the same way i feel like i'd be too nice i don't know enough about you guys individually to really get a good singer and you know, it just it would come off lame and maybe maybe rude if if I you know try too hard. But uh, so yeah, but I do enjoy it. I don't know why, but I really enjoy it. So.
1: Yeah, I mean I've seen them done well, where it's like that that perfect balance of like okay, that is just funny enough to excuse yeah. the <laughs> level of hurt that it must have caused. Like it's yeah. it's equal, yeah. and I'm like perfect. Yes, that one was good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think they have probably, uh, I I would guess, especially with some of the guys that they have, people they bring on the show, some of the celebrities, I would guess that there's a host of writers that are helping, Um, you know, I could be wrong, but, uh, you know, I don't know if if Blake Griffin is coming up with all his, you know, all his jokes for himself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah, because, I mean, they're pretty good, but they could be, he could be, you know, but... uh, I mean, just the way that they're all kind of seem crafted. You know, we jump from you know Flavor Flav to Snoop to Blake Griffin to Nikki Glazer to you know all these different people. They seem crafted in the same you know style. And of course, that is a roast style. You know, but it makes me just wonder. You know, how much is being written by a team of people behind the scenes. Right. It
1: just feels like they're in that same voice as Yeah. Each other. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. That'd be interesting. I'd you mean, just watch the credits to see, because I yeah, feel I like they'd have to be in there.
0: Yeah, you'd think. I haven't, I haven't checked that out. But uh... see,
1: we're out here making conspiracy theories, <laughs>
0: <I'm> not <laughs> right. checking
1: any of our goddamn facts. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna Google that right now. All right, here I go.
1: Just... <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna check it out. This is why we have a Charlie.
0: He's... Yeah. Because we're not getting sued, we're gonna confirm this right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was that? huh? There was like a a noise in the background of. <laughs> uh, right, something.
1: Uh, Somebody sounds haunted. Is what okay. That
2: was. Okay. Uh, I should explain. I am. Uh, I'm not where I normally am. Uh, Where which is in Oregon or you know in Vancouver with Chris, yeah. I'm up with my family, and so I'm kind of secluded in the guest bedroom, uh-huh. and and my family is just doing things <laughs> yeah, I, outside. I hear that. <laughs> so I don't know what is happening. <laughs> I know I'm
0: I'm very curious after that. After that noise on the ground. <laughs>
2: so yeah so okay so roast battle 2016 to current you know there there is a list of writers here that are credited for multiple episodes
0: nice.
2: uh earl skakel kevin sheeny brian moses uh, jeff ross of course tony hinchcliffe and it's, it's like saying they're like multiple episodes each so nice. yeah possibly but that's that's just the writing credits i don't know I'll oh, see that. That was like a dog or something, right?
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, I, that's yeah, my bad. I there,
2: somebody,
0: somebody came home. Okay. I got two Schnauzer mixes that uh, protect the fort 24/7. I've been working from home since March of 2020. I've heard hours of barking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hours of sound of barking. Um there's squirrels we got in the backyard. And, you know, any sound, of course, anybody that comes home.
1: So. I wonder if you record enough of it, like get yourself like 10 solid hours of just dog barking audio and string it all together, if you could sell that to somebody for something.
0: Maybe, maybe this one dog makes a sound that nobody wants to hear. It's a howl of just pure pain and sorrow. And Sounds
1: like a turkey dying.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's bad. And uh, it's, it's it used to happen all the time. When he came home he had this anxiety thing and when he came home he just let it out but he's gotten over that especially since we got the second puppy um he's seems to be doing that a lot less but uh every once in a while if he thinks nobody's home he'll he'll start doing that like, yeah no stop it's horrible it is absolutely like horrible. hey
1: buddy we're we're here don't you worry it's gonna <laughs> be okay please stop doing that Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah talk about mental health he's got some uh <laughs> definitely have some have some issues so
1: well you know that's a that's a fantastic friggin segue <laughs> the one segment we have on this
0: show the mental health checker <laughs> i had no idea people i had no idea
1: right mike is officially our most prepared guest ever
2: <laughs> wild oh this chair this chair goes back too far when, we, when
1: when Charlie is dead and I become the only host of <laughs> Everything and Nothing, I want you to know, we have no idea how this is going to get produced anymore, and we're going to miss it. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh Mike, how have you been lately? I mean, I know... You've got high hopes going for comedy and whatnot, but we've got that Delta variant, and I'm sure that that's looming scary over everything.
2: Not to mention Delta Plus now. If you're not on Delta Plus, you are missing out, everybody. Delta Plus. It's like
0: Disney Plus?
2: Wow. <laughs> We're gonna... How and... much does
0: that cost us a month? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Next. laughs>
2: and uh and we just got Lambda uh just just dropped. So we'll see how that one goes. <laughs> See, that's what my immediate first thought was Landa Landa Landa.
0: Yep, yep. Revenge of the nerds. Wow. sort of check in for myself, um boy, it's uh I've been through the ringer the last uh, few weeks. Um, yeah. yeah, we've uh, got some uh self inflicted uh um, issues kinda working through and uh, uh you know, I don't know how much I really want to disclose here, but I uh, um, having some issues on the home front. And so I'm taking steps to uh, to kind of get those, you know, taken care of. And it's, it look like, uh, you know, some counseling for myself, some counseling for us in a relationship. I'm married and um, and then uh, also I've sought out I'm almost seven years clean and sober, but I've never a sponsor nor work the steps and so i've i've sought i've sought that out and now i have a sponsor and i'm just started working the steps this week um and so i'm kind of getting back to the basics in recovery um you know and uh with my mental health and with uh you know, all that kind of stuff so it's uh it's been uh it's been an interesting several weeks and uh, you know we're uh working on getting things turned around and um, got someone uh, making the dogs bark. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) I I, uh, should stop here any second here. Um, And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, getting back to the basis of recovery. And um, uh, I think a a lot of what I was doing in recovery, you know, even with unloaded, it's there were great things, but they weren't filling my tank. You know mm-hmm. the things that i needed for my mental you know and, and spiritual and all that and so it, 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 it's it's uh it was positive and it was all that but it wasn't it wasn't inward it was it was outward and and uh, a lot of that it does happen in recovery it needs to happen you help other people and all that but you do have to take your you know take care of yourself as well Right, so got to do the actual work yeah, while you're... Exactly. I, I think I yeah. think I got enamored with, you know, oh, unloaded, that's recovery, or oh, I'm helping somebody get to a treatment, and that's recovery, and, and those things are pieces of it, but it's not the whole pie, you know, so I wasn't doing the, the, the work that I needed to be doing, and, and so some of the uh, actions and things that uh, have crept up um, kind of reflect that, you know, addiction comes in many forms, and... Um, you know, there wasn't a relapse per se of drug and alcohol, but, you know, some other, other negative behaviors and stuff kind of crept up and just kind of make you look at things and, uh, you know, what's, uh, what can we do to, to continue to, to be better and, and all that. So that's kind of where we're at, but uh, we do have the opportunity um, to do that, and that's a good thing. And uh, so, circle on the wagons and, you know, taking care of, uh, taking care of myself. And I've, I've made some boundaries, I've noticed already, of uh, some people have reached out for help. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? Um, right now is not a good time for that. Um, you know, I, 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 can, I can support you from a distance and, and have good thoughts and all that for you, but uh, I, I need to take care of myself. But one thing I am doing, um, and it's kind of tying into all this a little bit, is uh, we are starting a new um, sober comedian group. Um, to uh, the meets on a weekly basis, and um, and so if anyone's interested in that, you can contact me, Mike Lindsey via my Facebook or maybe get through you know I don't know if you, how you guys have contact here on that, but uh, if you guys post links or whatever, but uh, you know reach out to me. I've posted it in the Portland's Comic Board on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, i seen it on there. Yeah, yeah, and so we're very we're in the infancy stages, and um, you know, and we're not, you know. <coughs> you if you're having trouble with alcohol but you still enjoy you know weed we're not this isn't this isn't a a, an anonymous program that's all or nothing type thing you know if there's a if if you are struggling with meth and heroin but you still need to smoke weed to get through your day and you can still function you're still manageable and all that that's great we're not here to judge whatever you're working on you know if you're eating the cushion on your couch and you don't want to do it (laughs) you know those weird addiction shows Mm -hmm. you know come on out we just talk we're just talking out and and, uh you know we're still working it out through you know what the format is and all that and it's just been a couple of us so far but uh uh, if anybody wants to come out and and uh you know it's basically going to be uh about an hour and we'll sit around the table and and uh maybe maybe read some some uh, inspirational stuff and then just kind of go around and check in you know through everybody's week how they're doing and and uh generally through that that format Things kind of come up, and uh, and then you can kind of go from there. So, but like I said, we're just starting this all out, and it may not, it may be different, you know, two months from now than it is today. But uh, this is what we're doing: Wednesday evenings at seven, and right now we're meeting at or around um, Cascade Station, like IKEA. We generally pick a different little spot, and uh, I think we found kind of a little neat little outside area that'll work for another month or so before the weather changes but uh after that we'll f- after that we're gonna go to charlie's parents house and uh we'll meet there so yeah yeah come on by <laughs> come on by so
2: although i gotta say like noticing the state of the fridge when i got here like maybe not
0: the yeah, area for right. sober oh okay sober people, <laughs> that's fair that's fair so uh, but no there's a lot of people that uh, uh struggle with uh one thing in particular yeah other, other things other things don't drive them to be so quite as, as unmanageable and mm. i've i've noticed that, uh alcohol seems to be one that many people struggle with as far as uh you know the side effects that, that causes for their life um you know obviously obviously driving under the influence is a big one and um you know maybe how they treat people you know um when they're out drinking and um and so I've seen a lot of comedians, um, you know, put down alcohol and I've definitely applauded, applauded them for that. Um, and then they, but they still use, you know, other things and that's fine. That's their story. That's, you know, works for them. But it all comes down to that unmanageability, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, it's kind of harm reduction and all that kind of stuff. What, what can they take away or remove from their life that makes their life that much better? And, uh, that's a lot of what recovery kind of is, um some programs are you know absent from everything and that's the program i'm in and uh, and that seems to work for me but because i know if i were to have a couple drinks you know next thing i know it would be next tuesday and i'd be you know had purchased six bags of mess already so um <laughs> just a downward spiral and so um i know that about myself but uh, other people you know maybe they want to remove a certain behavior, or a certain whatever, and, and this gives an opportunity to, to do that, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing I do wanna circle back to, though, and kinda give you prompts for um, is, a, is a thing that my therapist tries to make sure that I'm I'm celebrating about myself as well, is that you took the time to be honest with yourself and go, okay, taking a look inward, these are the areas where I seem to be failing myself. What do I need to do to actually fix this? And then yeah. you've just been working towards those steps, and that's that's honestly great. Mm. Like that kind of presence of mind is is just worth celebrating. I yeah, just wanted you. to say that that's great, man. Yeah,
0: I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Wish it happened overnight. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while. It does take yeah. a while.
2: Yeah, that that kind of like self awareness about you know about not just like your 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 mental state or anything but just knowing who you are at all i think is kind of a a lot of people struggle with struggle with it i think i mean for for a while you're supposed to struggle with it that's kind of what adolescence and then early adulthood is i think and um that's kind of you know i've just turned 30 this year so that's kind of what my 30th year has been about is like wait who am i and what <laughs> what am i doing you know um and 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 that that is a part of it what what I struggle with and, and what causes more problems <laughs> than I think it's solving you know um
1: it's just the question of who is Charlie Hickman
2: well yeah part of it I mean not so much like you know okay on a more like granular level if we're kind of zooming in like I've been going to the open jam chris you know that mm-hmm. um, and i think we've talked about this you know i play drums for a long time it's a, it's a craft it's a it's my an art form that i enjoy and you know people will come up to me and like oh wow you did so great kind of stuff and i'm like it was okay you know and they're like what and i'm like there's people here that are better better than me you know and that's fine I, and I think when I was young I could like there was a point where I could realize that that guy was better than me and I would get angry about it and be mad about what other people were doing and I think you know now now I could be like oh well I know where I'm at and I know why I know that you know so just being aware of your 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 state no matter what it is I mean if you're if you are Angry or mad about or something, you know? Why? Where? <laughs> anyway, I I lost my point. I'm
0: sorry.
1: Everybody needs an internal toddler. Why? Yeah. Why?
0: Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, it's good to, to be able to to look inward and, and uh, find out what's driving those feelings because they they can they can really nag at you, you know, and and manifest themselves in other weather ways you know if, if you don't let those out they can come out sideways i know I can say that a lot you don't let it out it comes out sideways somehow so uh, i like that uh, i've definitely uh known that from experience
1: mm-hmm. so. i used to I used to do a lot with repression because i grew up in an environment where expressing yourself could be dangerous and uh so you just bottle it all up until somebody you know yeah Yeah. That's off. Yeah. And then that person gets like eight other people's anger.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like,
1: well that's yeah. not fair. That's not right. This yeah. this needs reworking. What are we what are we doing about this? But uh what I'm learning in therapy is that a lot of people just don't ever reach the oh, okay, this isn't fair portion. They just never stop to question at all. And I'm like, How how as a society are we gonna keep going? Uh, and then I learned about politics in the last two years. <laughs> and we're probably just not going to keep going. Is <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not looking good.
1: Uh, how are we still having an investigation into whether or not what happened on January 6th was treason? Like, how is that in question still? Didn't we watch people get beat to death getting into there? Is that not... What am I missing here?
0: Uh, Politics. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what truth we're seeing lately. You know, for quite some time, I think that's been a lot of the... The the issue is what, what is true. You know? And, uh... I don't know. It's... But yeah, I, 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 if, if what we're seeing is true, then yes. Why is that even a question? But uh, I think that's a lot, a lot to do with it, is what is actually true. You know, what, what we saw on the screen. You know, you would think that, you'd think that we'd be so miles away from those years of uh, snake oil salesmen. You know, you think you think our society would have <laughs> evolved. You know, from that, but it's it, it just seems like. That's all we're running into, you know, is is, uh, snake oil salesmen that try to sell us, you know, all kinds of things, and uh, you know, thoughts. Now it's now it's thoughts and and, uh, ideology. Ideology, things we see on screens now, you know, it's uh, it's hard to unring a bell. I think a lot of a lot of people actually use that to their advantage, Um, you know. So I'm not trying to go down a conspiracy theorist rabbit hole or anything like that but it just i just i just don't know what's true yeah
2: so. no I, I i had this discussion with chris the other day because i'm I, we were talking about like the political system and why it's so broken and stuff like that and and i my thought on it is anybody who wants to be in power even you know if they go into it with good intentions if they want to be in power i don't trust them very much because and i think what you're saying so they salesman. i think where they went you know they just figured out they could make people believe things they went into politics mm-hmm. and they're like yeah these people will give me elected and give me money and you know yeah. whatever
0: yeah Yep. Yeah, and i think uh you know I, i'm sure i would feel the same way if, if i was if i was suddenly becoming you know uh, governor of a state or a congressman or a you know president it has to mess with your head somehow, and your and your your morals and all that kind of stuff. I would think that with everything that comes with it, you know, it has to be a change of of you know just all the you know possible just the, the, like you mentioned the power and the and the, you know the, the money that could come with it and hey, if you do this, we'll do this for you and you know all that kind of stuff. There's who knows how much of that goes on um but I would like to see if I mean if it was a sh- one change in the political system I would like to see shorter terms for, yeah um, you know get, get fresher oh, ideas in there and you know some people are lifelong politicians and it's like it's so messed up how are you still employed? I <laughs> just still get voted in so but somebody because they're carrying out someone's agenda that's yeah. that's kind of big out so
1: I'm like, yeah, but it's supposed to be the people's agenda, and that's the fucking <laughs> right.
2: issue. No, but but that's the thing, is we, we said with Citizens United that corporations are people, Chris, so they're the people's agenda now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hate
1: how that worked
0: out. <laughs> yeah. It <Yeah. laughs> all comes back to the money.
1: I think that one was a a bad plan. I think that's what I'm gonna call that. It was a bad idea. I think we should not have done that.
2: Yeah, it's scary, and and there's and there's the tendency to, yeah, I, I think people kind of get split because when they think think about politics, because there's people who are like, well, we need to change it this way, this way, this way, and if they're very informed and they know like all these levers of power and what we can do then they then they can explain it but most people don't you know and they're just like well blow them up or, or something you know it, it and it's just like well that's not an answer or it's like or the the last option is people will just like shut off and they're just like well I don't care then because it doesn't matter and that's even worse I think <laughs> you know because it's it's like we, we we can't do anything we're just gonna die it's like what, you're not that doesn't help anybody even in the immediate term. Like at least do something with your life, you know, at least find a reason to keep going because otherwise ah, it, it sucks. I mean you got to
1: figure something It
2: sucks. Though. <laughs> ah I don't know.
1: The mental health check is going great, guys. It's <laughs> so good. So good. I uh, I tried to uh, get a trainer position at my job, and they passed me up. So that sucks. Uh, I did comedy recently for Dirty Angel Entertainment. That went okay. I wish it would have been better. Again, I don't have any tape but I'm like perfect. I like it.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, a couple uh, Dirty Angel shows this week. Nice. Uh, yeah, Monday in Gresham, and then Saturday at, in Welch's.
1: In Welch's, so pretty, hell yeah! That Welch's excited. show
0: is sick. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So,
1: I'm uh, I'm hosting the open mic on Tuesday. I saw that.
0: I saw that. That's great. That's great. That's a that's a really fun mic. They're so supportive. Um, you know. It's, uh, it's really cool to see that
1: hmm. oh it's gonna be fucking exhausting, like I remember hosting showcases, and that was bad, but hosting open mics is so much more work
0: yeah there's yeah. so
1: much more effort. That's I love true. these people though, so I'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it yeah. right yeah god damn <laughs> no, that's
0: that's a that's a huge honor for them to to pick you and um oh yeah, so I think that's uh it's a great attitude to do them do them right, and, uh, and I'm sure you will. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a fun time.
1: Chelsea's excited about it, too. She's like, fuck it, I'm going to be doing all the busting of the tables, because Jinx will do that shit. I'll run through and, like, bust every table, like, in between fucking comics. I'm like, buddy, I get it. You are this thick, and, like, you have the energy for all that, but I cannot... <laughs> I can't be running like that if I got to be talking into a microphone. My lungs need to do one thing or the other. I can't. <laughs>
0: no cardio for this guy right now.
1: <laughs> no, no. the The most workout my lungs get is smoking weed. That's. <laughs> uh,
2: Have you seen the the little things <laughs> where? It's the lung capacity meter, and you try and get the little ball up into the. You know, I'm gonna get you one of those. Oh, yeah. So you can like.
1: Oh, I would absolutely. I'll have so much fun with that. And like, will by the end of the summer, I'll be like able to fucking a big like dive to the bottom of a fucking pool just 'cause I've been fucking around with this little toy. I mean, you've seen me. Once I get focused on a thing, I am like hyper focused. That becomes the thing I am about. I'm aware. <laughs> it's never anything useful. So, you know, that's been helpful.
2: Yeah, when I do it, I mean, okay, not to say that I do a bunch of useful things, but last thing I got super obsessed about was learning photography. Yeah. So.
1: I, I do find a new video
2: game, <laughs> <laughs> but then I mean, so you don't have to leave the house. So
1: that's the main reason why that's the thing. Yeah,
2: I did pick up the new Pokemon, so I'm I've been playing Ooh. that.
1: Wait, you have a Switch? Yes. How have we not been playing Smash Bros?
2: We did that one time, remember? No, obviously not. <laughs> It's like right when I moved in, you came came into my room. and We played Smash. that was fun.
1: Yeah. See, my memory is just gone. It's fun. Right? Is it hey. trauma? Is it weed? Is it alcohol? Who knows? Mental <laughs> health check, and it's going great. Guys. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know about you guys. I've been feeling great this week because you,
1: mean you fucking quit your job.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm winding down the days at my, at my current place of work, and I am out looking for new work, and I'm kind of just living it up. And I, I told Chris, but yesterday uh, I got a call while I was at work. I got a call from one of the other managers, and she's just like it's just i I gotta work with all these new guys and i gotta like train them while i'm working and it's just really stressful and i'm like yeah i bet sucks like sorry what do you what do you want me to do how dare
1: you have to do your fucking job alicia (laughs) I i hate this bitch mike i hate this bitch Alicia, I hope I find out your last name someday, so that I can threaten you properly, wow. curse you properly. <laughs> whatever. Look, he's, I don't. He's never you even better. Like he doesn't care. have to work she's with made it. Your life a living hell. For
2: months, though.
1: She, uh, she's
2: She's just kind of dumb. I just, I was talking to her, and, and she's like. Useless. I was talking to her, uh, and she's like, "Oh, I was there was some guy dumping trash in one of the dumpsters at my apartment complex." So then, like, I talked to him, and I don't know if he lived there, but he was filling up the the dumpster too much, and we have to pay an extra fee if it's overfilled. So then I was angry, and then I got pulled over for speeding. And I was like, "No, I think what happened there is you drove too fast, and you got pulled over for speeding." <laughs> Correlation does not necessarily equal causation. There, like, she's like, why do all these things happen to me? Like, I don't know. I think because you, you walk into them and you don't know what you're doing.
1: This just, brings us back to the importance of that ability to look inward and really, <laughs> really be mindful of the effects you're having on the environment that you and live in. This-
2: I told you, I, like, okay, I came into work with a bad attitude one time, and she literally told me the same thing. She's like, you realize when you have a bad attitude, it affects everyone else around you? I'm like, you realize you're the reason for my bad attitude? (laughs) Like, and you're affecting everybody here?
1: It's fine. Charlie's not going to work for McMinimins anymore. By the way, not just because of Alicia, but for other reasons also, fuck McMinimins. (laughs)
2: I, I, I here's, here's what I'm going to say about McMinnimans. At, at a certain point I realized they are managed very poorly I still have love for the idea I still appreciate what they're trying to do but um, they're not doing it well enough unfortunately <laughs> like they've got a lot of pretty properties that I'm going to love visiting while I'm not working there it's going to be great
0: what are you going to be looking for
2: well, I'm a cook, um, so anywhere I don't know Fli- flipping burgers. I'll be in a dishwasher if you pay me enough. I don't care. Like that's that's fine.
0: So, what's, uh, what's you your um, favorite thing to cook? That's always
2: an interesting question. People ask me that a lot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like to make food that, it, like I know is really delicious. Bomb. Um um you know it's it's like obviously steaks are very satisfying and and look great pasta is fun and easy and and infinitely variable i I don't have any like one certain thing that is my favorite thing to do um
0: you haven't found your specialty yet
2: probably not
0: (laughs) what's what's one thing that is prepared one way but people think it's prepared another way. That mm. makes any sense. Well, okay. Here's
2: maybe what are this. people w-
1: cooking raw. Well,
2: this is maybe an answer to your question. Eggs Benedict. Uh, most places you go just like fry the egg on the flat top, maybe like steam it under with some water. when um, it should be poached and people people prefer it with a fry, with when it's fried because they usually fry it in oil or butter so it's just more beautiful greasy fat yeah. on it so that's that's kind, of, that's kind of the answer i don't know
0: yeah yeah
1: is this one where like the traditional way is the wrong way then is that what i'm hearing
2: uh i see i i i thought about this because there's tr- The traditional way, I guess, for a lot of stuff, we got from like French cooking. And one thing the French and the Americans agree on is the use of, the liberal use of butter. And I think that makes for really delicious food. Anthony Bourdain talks about that in his books. It's like, why do you think restaurant food tastes so good? We use salted butter in everything. It's delicious. <laughs> like, there's no low fat or anything. It's just thick mayonnaise and butter. <laughs> oils you know uh, obviously if we're thinking health consciously uh, you know l- less calorically dense there there are plenty of useful alternatives and I, I work with some vegans and we talk about vegan alternatives and I think you know vegan cooking in the end we should like more places should be doing more things in a vegan fashion just one to be more inclusive to everybody and two because it is actually healthier a lot of the time but um that's not always true uh oat milk oat milk is actually has more calories than just regular milk but it's delicious so
1: also charlie i I do need to ask what does poached
0: mean
2: uh poached is when you like bring some water to like a light boil maybe you have like a little bit of vinegar in there but it's it's not quite boiling, and then um, you swirl the water around like on a whirlpool, and then you crack the egg into it, so that it cooks in the water, and then it all kind of wraps around itself into a little cooked ball huh. of boiled egg. Um, and then you never s- going to and then you put you pull it out with a spoon. Um, it's really delicious, and it is probably I mean. I think it's probably a little bit healthier if you're saying because there's no fat or oil involved in the cooking, right? It's just egg and water. <laughs> I've I like, I think poached eggs are fun to make, but they don't taste amazing. <laughs> they just taste yeah. like an egg, like a boiled egg. Yeah, a little, a little bland. Yeah.
1: I was say it sounds like you need more seasonings than that water, but
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, see, that's the French got around that. By making eggs Benedict and pouring hollandaise sauce on it. (laughs) My
0: favorite poached egg is an egg on an egg McMuffin. There you go. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Is that that... (laughs) That's not the same. (laughs) I'm not even sure it's a real egg. (laughs) Yeah,
2: a little disc of egg.
1: So uh, I used to make egg McMuffins because I had glass bowls that had a bottom that were the right. Oh size. yeah! So that nice. when you put it in the microwave, it would just cook to that form, <laughs> and then I could just scoop it out and plop it over cheese, sausage, and then patty it and good to go. Nice. Fucking, it was great until uh, my parents realized I had broken four of those bowls.
2: Oh! <laughs> I've seen the the forms. They're like circles with a little handle, and you can just put them in your pan to crack the egg into, and then uh, you know. Get it perfectly round, at least.
1: Okay.
2: And I, I assume you guys have seen the uh, the roly egg maker. What? The it's a it's specifically for excuse me specifically for making egg um, breakfast burritos. All right, talk no, amongst me out here. talk talk amongst yourselves. I want you need to see a video of this at the very least. Okay.
1: So Mike, what do you like? How do you like your eggs in the morning? Like, what's your if you're if you're doing eggs? What's your thing?
0: Um, I I do enjoy a really good uh, over easy, over medium kind of, not too much runny, but just uh, just enough to make it interesting and you know something to dip your toast in, but not like everywhere. Okay. Um, Right on. Yeah.
1: See, for me, I'm all about. I want um, sunny side up. And I've got garlic salt, pepper, and then red pepper flakes go on top. Oh, wow. I want that with a side of either sausage or, like, three strips of thick bacon. Uh, and then I do, like, a toast.
0: Yep, toast is up where it's at with that running egg you know just to stop everything sticking inside it now in this first recipe all i'm going to do is cook two
2: eggs so obviously what i have to do is break two eggs because you can't make uh, eggs without i don't know why it's using a knife and to put them break inside it. the top of the roller there you can see that it's cooking away inside bubbling away now here is the weird bit it starts <laughs> to pop up when it's finished cooking there's nothing inside it. there's no sort of mechanism all it is is the things expanding and popping out of the top which of course tells you that it's ready to eat. Um, So I'm going to tip this one out on this uh, glass tray, a little clip you saw at
1: the start there, a little teaser video, and I'll show you what you get. Now, doesn't this look
2: appetizing? Here we go. Breakfast ready. Mm, That looks good. There you go.
1: Okay, but like can I throw cheese in there with it, or is that going to gum things up? These are important questions.
2: I don't know. Probably.
0: Can you tuck stuff inside of that then, or?
1: Right. You... That's. It. I'm like. I, I. want shit folded into my egg. Everyone <laughs> loves eggs for breakfast. Now, let's see all the
2: amazing ways. <laughs> <Dinner> <laughs> here's here's one wrapped in salami.
0: Have a craving for a delicious egg white omelet.
1: No. <laughs> because that would imply for that it's
0: a burrito.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Chris, you can actually hear it this week? Hold on. Wait. Yeah, you can I can I- hear this. <laughs> oh, wow. We fixed it. All it took was a week driving. Lindsay is,
1: the, is one of the best guests we've ever... I can't oh. say best. I can't give that. Dahlia was on <laughs> Not, here. Yeah, it's true. It. I'm sorry, Mike. That's all right. That's totally fine.
2: <laughs> all right, there we go. Another episode uh, is wrapped up uh did we learn anything
1: we learned uh that we're all still sad
2: (laughs) we learned the proper way to cook an egg
0: yes absolutely
1: i learned what poaching is when we're not talking about murdering wild animals
0: (laughs) that might taste better than the eggs we saw come out of that thing though
1: (laughs) we learned that somebody wants to eat dog shit but wants it to be egg flavored (laughs)
2: Well, uh, thank you very much, Mike Lindsay, for being here, being our special guest. Um, exactly. you know, thank you. Uh, and uh, Where can people find you if they're looking for you?
0: If uh, so they're looking for me, they can find me on unloadedcomedy.com. It's the website. And uh, we try to keep that up to date as possible. And you can uh, usually find a ticket link to the upcoming show there. And then uh, we have uh, at Unloaded Comedy. Uh, so we're on Facebook and Instagram and trying to do
2: the TikTok thing nice just like Kesha uh, and you, guess what you can find us everything and nothing we're also on Facebook Instagram Twitter uh, we're not on TikTok yet <laughs> keep an eye out uh, you can hit us up on our email address everything and nothing 2020 at hotmail.com uh, and you know if, if you've got any questions if you just want to chat you know no pressure and Patreon patreon.com slash everything podcast um I think that's it oh
1: and you can listen to us every Thursday from 10am to 11am on Shady Pines
2: Radio that's the one that's the one that I always forget and otherwise uh that's it we'll be out of we're getting out of here uh bye bye Shady Shady Pines Radio. Radio